You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 550 TV and Bumpers. You're listening to the G Men on the MyMac.com podcast. everyone and welcome to my Mac podcast number 550 <laughs> wait yeah. are you sure this isn't 549 <laughs> thanks guy you told me last week it was 548 i thought it was i i forgot that that the the best of show was 548 yeah i, I screwed of, up yeah i think i missed that one as well because i kind of stepped over i thought well the last one we did was 547 because we didn't have any show notes yeah yeah so we both messed up no i'm not going to blame you no, it's okay. I'll, I'll take. I'll take the hit. No, 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 no. It's my equally my fault. <laughs> anyway, listeners, this is number five fifty, and we've. I, I think I promised two shows ago, which was last only week, one show ago, <laughs> <laughs> that we were going to do bumpers and perhaps choose our best ones, and then equally, e- both of us were going to send out some sort of prize to who we thought was the best. So we'll. I think we're going to both do that off our own backs and just send them out. So uh, we'll get there later on in the show. So, later Guy, what, yeah. what, what, what is this that I've seen you've bought? And more to the point, why? Oh, um, now I've got – the way I've got my, my backup set is uh, I've got a 2-terabyte and a 3-terabyte drive in external enclosures, and I've got uh, I've got one set up for Time Machine, one set up for Carbon Copy Cloner. Uh, the one that's doing Carbon Copy Cloner, though, is only doing my main drive and not doing the drive that I have, like, lots of documents on because it's just not big enough. I mean, I've got two two terabyte drives in this Mac Pro, and, you know, up until well, relatively recently, you couldn't get individual drives that were, you know, that big. And um, I'd always, you know, honest, and for, I haven't really said what it was I bought yet, ha- have I? No. no, I know because I could see it. in the show notes. Right, uh, I bought a four bay, a four bay third gen Drobo, and uh, the, part of the reason why I bought it. Number one, I've always wanted a Drobo, um, but they were at in the past. I thought they were you know too pricey for I agree. for what you got. And B and H Photo, which is a a, a I guess it's a, a chain that's based out of New York. Had them on sale for $199. I saw a link to it from a, a Facebook post from Dave Hamilton of the Mad Geek Gap. And it's like, you know what? $199 for a four bay Drobo third gen? Yeah, I'll do it. So I went ahead and got it. And I've got, pl- I had plenty of other uh, drives in, in the, the two terabyte range that I filled it up with. So with four two terabyte drives stuck into it, I've got a, I guess it's about five and a half gigs of storage. So um, when I, sorry, terabytes, yeah, terabytes. <laughs> what happens when you they're put really a small into a drobo? Does it shrink it? <laughs> yeah, it basically spits it back out and goes, "Are you out of your mind? Are you nuts?" <laughs> So, yeah, so I've got these four two terabyte drives in it, which gives me roughly about five and a half terabytes of storage in the Drobo. And uh, I, I've got it set up right now where it's. And, and for anybody listening, that is because of, because of redundancy? Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it, yeah, if you have age, the whole thing with raids is you can, and this is what's called a raid five. And with a RAID 5 uh, in most other enclosures, you have to have the exact same type and size of drive that you – all four or five or however many of them there are that you put together. What Drobo lets you do – Drobo doesn't care. They say, well, we're going to give you something that's like a RAID 5, but you can put in whatever size disks you want. So uh, little by little, once – uh, the the backup is done. I'll start replacing those those two terabyte drives with four terabyte drives, 
And once I've got all the slots filled with four terabyte drives, uh, I'll make another uh, backup partition within the Drobo to also handle uh, Carbon Copy Cloner. So at that point, you know, all of my backup stuff will be going to the Drobo, which will hopefully huh, protect me if one of the drives dies, which is always a risk when you're talking about, you know, huge drives like this with a lot of data on them. Now, you know, something I was thinking about doing with it, but I don't, I'm not really sure if I should would be to move my, my iTunes library to it as well. The problem with that though, is the, the Drobo as an enclosure, you know, even though you've got it connected up through either uh, USB two or USB three, isn't as fast as like an individual enclosure would be. And and frankly, I've already got, uh, I I bought that. I don't know if you remember, I bought that enclosure from OWC, that two bay enclosure. So I've got that set up as a raid zero. So they're mirrored. I have two, three terabyte drives in there. And if, if either one of those goes bad, it it won't matter because all the data is, is backed up to another drive. So, and with the slower speeds of the Drobo, I don't think I'd want to do that anyway. But it's gonna. Oh, I I set I set up an enclosure on it to do my time machine and started it copying over. Yeah. O M G. It it's <laughs> gonna be because it, it's roughly two and a half terabytes of data. I'm guessing it's gonna take a couple of days for it for it to get all that information over there. So it's like, yeah, iTunes too. No, I don't. I don't want to do that. Uh, no, senor. No. So anyway, yeah, that was my family guy thing, but, uh, that, that's what I got going on. Uh, cool. What's going on with you? Well, I finally moved the, um, iPhoto library back across to my SSD, but I haven't had any time to mess about and play with it and start uh, seeing how much quicker it is. But, uh, I, I saw immediately that there was a speed improvement, of course, which you would expect. Um, but but, uh, do you know what? And I'm not going to be able to find it now either. I'm not. I'm not going to be able to find it. Am I quick enough? I'm, no. So any for anybody listening, telephone is, is ringing. Telephone is ringing. <laughs> God. <laughs> so you would expect it to be much quicker on my uh, SSD, but I haven't yet uh, had a chance to play, and I've still got lots of room. Uh, on the SSD, which was one of the things I was slightly concerned about because I've been moving lots of other stuff from the girls who now basically just occasionally look at some of the old videos. We've got lots of old pictures and videos. No, sure. No, less, less pictures, more videos uh, of the girls, you know, messing about. Oh, that you're keeping thought, there you know, in, uh, in yeah, iPhone? I'll keep them. So I've moved those across to the um, the uh, uh, extra drive, which I added to the, the Mac Mini. But I keep lusting over an iMac or a Mac Pro. Mm. Uh, Mac Pro is obviously far too powerful for me for what I want to do. And um, an iMac uh, would suffice, but I've got two perfectly adequate s- screens sat in front of me. So I think, well, I might as well have a Mac Pro then because I can still keep using these screens. But then I think, no, don't be stupid, Gary. Don't be stupid. <laughs> oh, so what God. I want, what I want is actually a powerful iMac with no screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and the, cra- the crazy is thing is, is Apple, if Apple would actually do that, they would. They could sell a, a million of them, or more than a million <laughs> of them. Yeah, but you know they don't want to confuse their line. <laughs> well, the, the the problem the the current Mac Minis are are just you know and and they're very nice machines and for what the, for the for the market that the Mac Mini is intended for, it's a fine computer. But for somebody that that wants something a little more powerful, quad core. Um, with the ability to, you know, have a little bit of expansion, there's just yeah. nothing there. There's no, no Apple doesn't right. sell that's anything right. there. No, that's right. Not in that that range. So they, yeah, they should know, let somebody that's, clone. That's, that's how it is. <laughs> oh, here we go. No, no, no. Right. I'll before be we get onto that subject, should we move over to the mymac.com recent articles? <laughs> we probably should quickly. Quickly. Would you like me to take the first? Yeah, one? you probably should. So there's a thing called. The Maltese Cube. This is an opinion piece, apparently, by uh, <laughs> Mr. Cy Girl. Yeah, him. 
Yeah, him. Okay, in the very first thing he wrote for his site, theoldmanlion.com, for his eventual new book, he mentioned a story he wrote called The Maltese Cube and that he wasn't particularly proud of it. Meanwhile, back in the real world, he now has <laughs> it in Apple's iBook store, in Amazon's Kindle eBook store, and now available, available as well as a paperback through Amazon. Carl Madden of the Mac, oh, not him again, yeah. of the Mac and Forth podcast, and he, this is Guy, of course, are writing it as an audio play that should be released at some point this year as a podcast. So what happened? Well, you've got to go over and have a further read of Guy's little article. Yeah, because I am just so wordy. Wordy, wordy, <laughs> wordy, wordy. What a wordy, weirdy boy. Uh, Next up is Cases for Your iPhone 6 Plus. This is a review by Litrefko. 12 South is the maker of the book book, or is that book squared, line of cases for MacBooks, iPads, and now iPhones. Rich personally owns book books for his iPad and MacBook Air, and he loves them. These cases are designed to look like old, worn books. He is handed, he is handled, handed, he is handed various. Just read what's in front I'm of I'm trying you. to. He is, he has handled various book No, book he is handed. Ca- oh, handed. Handled. He has handed various book book cases to unsuspecting friends and watched with a grin as they tried to open the case as if it really was a book. At first glance, they really do look like books. The. For, for iPhone 6 Plus is more than just a case and incorporates the functionality of a wallet wallet. Now, if um, 12 South would like to take Guy's book book and use it in any promotions, he does very good rates. Yeah. Okay, finally yeah, that's this happen. week. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think I said it? Okay. <laughs> finally this week, tech fan number 203, me Tim and David, will you stop it? I'm sorry. Tim and David test out Meerkat while recording this week's Tech Fan Podcast. They also have a new Twitter account and one email address for contacting the show. Is TXK ripping off TK2K? <laughs> Why such a disparity between Xbox One and 360 and free games? Amazon updates the Fire TVs. All that and your feedback on this week's Tech Fan. Go over, download it, and take a listen. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to listen to that one yet. Though, so, you know, I have listened to, and it took me a while to get to them. It was the last three, uh, three Geeky Lady podcasts, and mm-hmm. they went over uh, podcasts, and then the week after that they did TV shows, and then they did movies. And enjoyed all three of those, by the way, uh, gals, if you're listening. Guys and gals. Uh, oh, guys, sorry, just gals. Just gals on that one. <laughs> and uh, uh, they mentioned us in their favorite podcasts. Ah, oh, they're sweet. Yeah. We love them. We do. We do. And if you would like to write for MyMac.com, really, all you have to do is have a pulse. Well, yeah, that, that does help. Also, get a hold of John Nemo at Nemo at MyMac.com, and let's get you going on the mighty, mighty MyMac.com website, because sometimes I say podcast when I mean website. (laughs) Okay, um, should we go over to Facebook? Yes, let's go to Facebook. We've got 250 (laughs) likers. We do? Oh, no, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong website. Yeah, it's somebody else's popular <laughs> popular podcast. It could be anybody else. Well, it's <laughs> one forty eight. Anyway, <laughs> apparently you posted a comment on Facebook about a guy that was kicked off a Southwest Airlines flight because he had an obscene word on his T shirt. He claimed a First Amendment uh, amendment violation, apparently forgetting that applies to government, not restricting free speech, and has nothing to do with what private businesses can or can't do regarding serving you. But that wasn't the funny part. That was a long sentence, Guy. I know. Um, you called him an ass weasel in yeah. your post, which really struck people as funny. 
which still isn't the real funny part. The real funny bit is that in a follow-up post, you wondered if assweasel.com was available <laughs> and Facebook auto-linked it to whitehouse.com. <laughs> And as soon as and it was one of those things, because I I was I was doing this on my phone. I wasn't doing it from the computer. And as soon as I put in assweasel assweasel dot com, which I think is available, most likely is, um, and then hit post, and it came up with the link to whitehouse dot gov. Or so actually, that should be whitehouse dot com, not whitehouse dot gov. I was I was kind of like wow. You know, there's a little bit of serendipity. I, you know, it was just, it struck me as so bizarre. Totally. totally. Anyway, uh, we got some email feedback. Actually, we Yay! have two, two email Ooh. feedbacks. Steps back in amazement. I know, I know. People, I mean, it, it, it's almost like people actually listen. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> that can't be it. Uh, this is from Ger. I uh, hope I say this right. Gerald Tev- Tevreden, Tevredden. If I, if I have it wrong, Gerald, I'm just, sorry. Just say Gerald. Okay, Gerald. Uh, he just listened to episode 549, or was that 548, where you discussed the new MacBook and the possible thinking behind it. Listening to you, I wondered if the new MacBook is a push to cloud computing. Not cloud storage, but having the computing power on Apple's end. They already have a product coming in the form of the Apple Watch that takes the computing power from another device. So why not a MacBook with an App Store tailored to cloud computing? Yes, I'm avoiding using the phrase Chromebook. <laughs> um, I like I like that think, thinking. I know well, you said thinking then. Thinking. <laughs> I like that thinking. Uh, I I don't know if Apple would do this. Uh, at least not at the at the. It's it's a bit like time. going back to the old network dumb terminals you used to get. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna. That's yeah, that's what I was gonna say. And almost read your mind. Yeah, well, thank God somebody can. Um, I don't know if people are, are willing, especially based on on Chromebook sales, which have not exactly been stellar. Uh, if people are are willing to give up that much power. To and and not just Google, but to to any large company. The one good thing Apple have though is they have the advantages that they can still put some locally to you. I think you know, they've got the experience with perhaps starting to move it across. Whereas with Chromebook and Google, they kind of yeah, just all or nothing, whole, yeah, all or nothing. So that may that you know that could be the thinking behind Apple, and they're, they're just taking it step by step. Yeah, could be. Anyway, thank you for the feedback, Gerald. We really, really do appreciate it. We do. We do. We appreciate everybody who listens to this show. Both of you. <laughs> uh, I also got, I got an email from a Gordon uh, L- Elgart from spinningplatters.com, and he was asking me, and this goes way back, about an article I wrote about two years ago. And, and this is rather apropos considering some of the issues that we had before we got started recording about <laughs> using Audio Hijack Pro to record a podcast uh, without a mixer. Now, the article itself, you know, being two years old, uh, it's you know, at least two, two OSs ago, is a little out of date. So um, as soon as he's available, I'm trying to get together with him over Skype or messages to kind of walk him through it. Uh, the The one thing I haven't really heard from him yet is what exactly it is that he's he's trying to do. He's basically just said that he's getting some echoes and uh, some feedback and things along those lines when he tries to record a podcast. So uh, how difficult it will be will it will kind of depend on what he's trying to do, and, and that's that's where I'm, I'm kind of waiting to hear back from him on that. Cool. So, Gordon, get in contact with Guy, and he'll take you through it. Yeah, we won't necessarily have a solution. No, no, no. You'll probably be into a worse state than you were before. (laughs) At least he tried. I'm Gordon Elgart, and I'm moving back to Windows. That's that's what'll happen. That's sad. (laughs) Anyway, get us out of here. Well, if if he talks to you too long, it's going to (laughs) explode. Everybody, I'd like you all to stand by. To stand by, because we'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, 
Lisa Pisali. I'm Suze Gilbert. I'm Vicki Stokes. And we're the Three Geeky Ladies. You could be watching Hoarders. Or you could be reading Fifty Shades of Grey. You could be ghost hunting. Or you could be listening to the Three Geeky Ladies. So put down that book, shut off the TV, and turn on your iPod. And listen to the Three Geeky Ladies. Find us on iTunes under the Stoplight Network. Making our right turns, three lefts at a time. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome everyone back to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 550. And we it are... Really is, folks. It, it really I, is, folks. We folks. swear. We swear this is 550. Uh, we're going to get to the bumpers in just a minute, but first, I, I wanted to talk very, very briefly about uh, the, you know the, the Apple TV and, and what's going on with that. Uh, rumor has it that Apple is getting ready to, at least here in the U.S., to offer a uh, subscription service, and it'll be kind of you know a la carte programming where you pick. The channels that it is that that you want, uh, as compared to the, uh, the the U.S. cable and Dish satellite networks, basically saying, "Here's a thousand channels of which 990 you will probably never ever watch." And you know, this is something that I, th- you know, there were certain things that were missing, things like live sports, and you know, I mean, who knows how Apple's going to handle that. Um, local stations that give you, at least here in the U.S., that give you uh, news and weather and all the rest of that. Uh, I'm actually really looking forward to see what the offering is going to be like. And I think the part that also has me intrigued is what will be cable's, you know, cable company's response to a la carte programming. And I get the feeling what will happen, at least in, initially, is that they will jack up their rates like crazy for internet access to compensate for you know losing however many cable customers they have? What do you think? Uh, I won't yawn, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I probably yeah I agree with you. I mean there, there's there's going to be a bit of a fight on, but it all depends how much of a an actual influence the cable companies think Apple's going to have on their business model. Um, you know, they still refer to the Apple TV, although they sold millions of them. I think those millions are worldwide, of course. Yeah. So, you know, it, it just all depends how much of, of an impact it's going to have on them in the US. And they've got to start thinking about changing their business model as well anyway. They've got to start thinking about, you know, what what's going on and, you know, changing, getting into other areas. So um, we shall see. I'm not really an expert on the US um cable tv model i think a lot of people have been cord cutting as they like to call it over there for yeah. some time um so yeah it could happen but I, I i'm not sure it's going to be as big an impact as as perhaps everybody's thinking it, it will be initially uh, i think it's going to be a it's just a drip drip free feed of um all these other boxes which are becoming available and, and the stuff which is becoming available on these eventually guy what will happen is it will everybody will be moaning about the expense of the subscription per channel through the Apple box or through the Google box or Amazon Fire, whatever it is. Because these companies will start to realize that they're not making as much money. How are they going to do that? Right, we're going to bump up our subscriptions or we're going to give you a free feed, which has, guess what, adverts in it. And then to get rid of some of these adverts, because you won't get rid of all of them, you pay a s- subscription for a premier feed. So I can see that happening. So there, there'll be a spell where everybody's thinking, you know, oh, this is fantastic. Why didn't I do this years ago? And then it will slowly drip, drip into the old world, to be honest with you. Well, what's kind of crazy is when <clears throat> cable TV was was first being kind of presented here in the U.S. in the 70s, one of the draws to it, 
was, oh, well, you know, you won't have to, you know, because you're paying for all these channels, you're not going to get ads and all the rest of that. Yeah, well, that didn't last really long. Um, if at all. If at all. Uh, one of the things that that I think a, a lot of people haven't talked about as far as this goes is you know, Apple has over the years been putting all these pieces together very, very slowly, you know, because now they have, they also have something that's called, I think it's called iAds. And this is advertising that you receive. That's based on your history of things that you've looked at online or, or, you know, looked at in iTunes or anything along those lines. And targeted advertising to me is where the future of advertising needs to go to in order for it to be relevant and to really help pay for a lot of the the programming choices that people are, are currently receiving, whether it's through uh, network television or or online, you know, BitTorrent or, or you know, however it is that you get your stuff. Um, I wouldn't mind ads as much if those ads were more relevant to the kinds of things that I'm interested in. I don't care about feminine hygiene products. I don't care about diapers. I don't care about you know, nine tenths of the crap that they're showing me in these advertisements and they would get bigger bang for their buck that way. And it would be more relevant to what it is that I would actually, you know, pay attention to as compared to just, Oh, it's, you know, it's another crackers ad. I don't care. You know, wait for but it to be over. But what you've got to remember, Guy, and, and I don't think the TV companies have fully got out of this and into the new world, is that you used to have families sat around the TV screen. So they had to advertise and they didn't know who they were advertising to because it could have been a complete mixture of people that were watching that ad, that advert. And we've moved away from that now where a lot of people now take, they consume programs um, individually, you know, there's, there's not so much um, families sitting around watching a particular TV program. The, the biggest, I think, areas probably are the sports um, shows that people watch where you might get, you know, two or three. But then that tends to be groups of similar liked people, you know, like you get a load of mates come around and watch, right. watch a program. Watch whatever team it is that they're all so, interested in. So I think, you know, and I don't think they've quite kind of yet latched on to that, that people – uh, you know, people's intake of TV programs now is very individualistic. And but I agree with you. You know, you you may watch programs with your family, but you probably watch a lot more interesting shows or shows which have more interest to you, um, where they could advertise <laughs> Sorry, and and do exactly the sort of thing that you you know your expectation is, where you get something which is you know um, uh, more relevant to your. Um, buying circles yeah and that would i mean that that helps that would help everybody and this is a case where big data could actually work to everyone's benefit as compared to just a corporation or just an individual or you know i mean if if you're showing me stuff that i am interested in i am more likely to pay attention to it i am more likely to make buying choices based on what it is you're showing me in advertising which in my, turn, my, only, my only concern with that, and it 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 is it's a bit of a fluffy concern, but it is a concern. Is that oh, it's so fluffy. <laughs> we we're not careful. We come a bit insular in what we know and what we're looking at and what we're talking about. Um, you know, it, it sometimes well, welcome to the internet. A, well, <laughs> well I, don't, I don't know so much. Um, one one of the things that you know I find is you you're just looking at the same old stuff time in time out and uh, i'm not sure that's good for anybody well maybe not but i mean this this is a model that has to change and it's yeah. it's a model that i mean just like the uh, the record industry and just like the movie industry the old school guard are resistant to change because in their minds any change means less money for them and as it worked out with – it hasn't worked out that way with, with movies and TVs yet. But as it's worked out for audio, you know, I mean, they're making just as much money as they were before. They're just not selling a, a physical product anymore. So, you know, it, it this is one of those cases where it just takes time and patience and the right idea 
to make changes that that will benefit you know not only you know you as Mister you know studio head, but also the people that are, that are consuming your content. Yeah. And the last thing I wanted to mention was the uh, one of the other parts of this is that they're saying there may be a new Apple TV, which could explain you know why they've suddenly dropped down in price so much, almost a third, I believe. Yes, yes, and I would be interested if the change in that new Apple TV indicates a change in the software and what you are able to do with it. But let's wait and see on that one. Yeah, well, and this is all you know conjecture. We really don't know. Um, really? Yeah, well, I know. Re- Shocker. We really don't know. Yeah, Shock we don't know. Horror. I know on this show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to move away from that to something a little more fun. And we have been talking about this since uh, what December? I think Probably. early early December. We we've been <laughs> talking about this bumper contest that just never seemed like it was going to go away. But we are finally up to the point where we are going to, and I guess we'll use this show to actually record them. Um, not sure how long this is going to take. This is probably going to be a longer show than normal. But it, it, normal is a relative term when you're talking about the G-Men. But I think we should just jump right into it. Yep. And uh, I'll take the first one here. This is from Eric Diaz. Now, before you carry on. Yeah, are go we ahead. Going, oh, uh, uh, yeah, I say we'll just go. We'll just go. We'll we'll suss it out. We can make we can make stupid decisions. As we go along because it's more, <laughs> more funny. Yeah, stupid more decisions. Funny? Funnier, funnier. It's more funnier. It's more funniest. Funny, funny, funny. Illity. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, funny Italy. <laughs> Why are you going to Italy? Uh, well, you know, I was hungry for pizza. Good. Okay, this is the first one. Is from Eric Diaz. <clears throat> Not the use case the internet was intended for. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> Again, this one comes from uh, Eric Diaz. 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 As useful and informative as watching the paint dry. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> Uh, this one is from uh, Troy Mueller. In space, nobody can hear the G-Men. Lucky buggers. <laughs> I like it. Um, I'm going to do the next one, but I'm not going to say anything yet. Okay. Because <laughs> we've got favorites to pick. Every show is better than the next one. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shall I do that again? Yeah, go ahead. Every show is better than the next one. The G-Men on the MyMac podcast. That is brilliant. That is so good. (laughs) Uh, This one is from Alistair Jenks. (laughs) I like this one too. The secret to their future success lies in their execution. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And all you have to do is just think about that. <laughs> that was kind of hard to get through. <laughs> the G-Men, your candidates for Global Village Idiots on the MyMac.com podcast. And I've got to say, Alistair, you were on a bit of a roll December 12th, weren't you? <laughs> he was. He was, he, was busy. he was a busy bunny. Uh, this is also from Alistair. <clears throat> There's nothing like good information and informed opinion. And that's exactly what you'll get with the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Now, should I do yours? No, I'll do it. Then you take uh, Tim's. (laughs) Anyone who doesn't like the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast should probably be... Well, it was yours. I know, I know, I know. Let me try it again. Anyone who doesn't like the G-Men on the MyMac podcast should probably be paid attention to. <laughs> this is good, too. Um, yeah, and it, it got a touche from Eric Diaz. Um, the G-Men, ironically named for two men who never found that spot on the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> okay, this is another one of mine. <clears throat> 
They're like that continuously itchy place on your back that you can't quite reach. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Like the perfect podcast combination of <laughs> Mac news. With, are you, I'm sorry. You're not, you're not I actually, I like this one too. Go ahead. Like the perfect podcast combination of Mac news, wit, intelligence, and personality. Only not the G-Men on the My Mac podcast. <laughs> uh, this is from Eric Diaz. Diaz. There's always tomorrow. And unfortunately, another one of these. The G-Men <laughs> on the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> I like it. Uh, and a new entry here. Uh, oh, Pop Pickers, a new entry here at number 40 from Mr. Alex Fox. The G-Men are like two kids learning a new instrument. You have to listen and encourage them, as it'd be very unkind not to. The G-Men on the My Mac podcast. <laughs> Here's another one from Eric. Download this podcast. You won't regret it. Unless you listen to it. <laughs> the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. I, like I got kept... through it. I know. Yeah, I... you got through it. You got through it. That's good. Some things get better with time. Just not this show. <laughs> the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> Why don't you do the next one from Mark? Why? Uh, roll a voice, can you Oh, do? actually, there's there's like a ton of them. In this particular one from Mark. Oh, blimey. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go you, through. Yes. Well, you do the first one. I'll do one after that and so on. So okay. On. Okay. You see, folks, we've, we, we, we've rehearsed this. It's Pinky and the Brain of Podcasting, lesser known as Guy and Gaz, with the MyMac Podcast. It's the... Oh, it's the Looney Bin Escapees of podcasting, the G-Men, and the MyMac.com podcast. Winners of the Pumpkin Slinging Tournament of Croatia. It's the G-Men and the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> yeah, I can't say anything about this next one. Like a failed experiment in animal intelligence, it's the G-Men and the MyMac.com podcast. The guys who brought marshmallows to a house fire. It's the G- <laughs> <laughs> Let me do that again. Yep. The guys who brought marshmallows to a house fire. It's the G-Men and the MyMac.com podcast. Okay, this is the last one from Mark, at least in this particular run. For now. Yeah, he had just like, what, here, six of them here? Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Mark. Famous for their misuse of duct tape and bubblegum, it's the G-Men and the MyMac podcast. Go and then type the next one. Yeah, I guess I, yeah, I guess I kind of have to. <clears throat> there is no try. Only the MyMac podcast with the first men first named. There is no try because guy is dumb. Let me try that again. There is no try. Only the MyMac podcast with the men first name G they have. I'm not quite sure what that voice was. Yoda. It was supposed to be Yoda. I didn't say I it was. I know it was supposed to be Yoda, but when you listen back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is from Clive Hammett. Don't blame them. It's your choice to listen. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And here's another one from Eric. Insightful commentary and analysis on tech and Mac news. Oh, sorry. Wrong show. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Now, I'm just looking at this one from Carl, but there's... Uh, okay. Okay, right. He's got a few in here. Do you want me, do you want me to take... Yeah, yeah. Uh, start, uh, just start off and we'll just switch back and forth. Proof that anyone can do a podcast. The G-Men on the MyMac podcast. Well, can you do that again? I got a hiccup. Hiccup. <laughs> Proof that anyone can do a podcast. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> I like this next one. At least they're better than the Mac and Forth show. The G-Men on the MyMac podcast. 
like two strategically shaved gorillas. The G-Men on the MyMac podcast. (laughs) Sorry, I was trying to hold that in. I was reading it as you were going, and it was like, oh, that's funny. Mildly less annoying than static. The G-Men on the MyMac podcast. Informed, educational, and talented. The G-Men on the... (laughs) I can't. I really can't. (laughs) Thanks, Carl. All right. This is from uh, Alexander Fox. The MyMac podcast. Be grateful. It's just once a week. (laughs) Like an ice cold drink outside in the middle of a blizzard. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And uh, here's a couple from uh, Eric Osaki. Like a shot glass of tobacco with a wasabi chase. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Oh, Oh, that tickles my funny bone. Like a shot glass. uh, Like a. Do you want me to do it? Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to mess it up now, aren't I? Like a shot glass of tobacco with wasabi chaser. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> See, you got it. Lab rats agree that there are better uses of your time, but you're still listening to them. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Now, the last bit, I'll leave that last bit. Oh, you want me to do it? Wait, would you... Okay. When the queasy feeling and rash goes away, you what? You shouldn't be that contagious. Well, I, well, I can't see that. Really? You know, I can't see that. Well, then let, so, me, let me do this one, you, and then you do yeah. the one that I've got after that. Okay. <laughs> the one after this one that you're just going to do now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Okay. When the queasy feeling and rash goes away, you shouldn't be that contagious. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Opinions as hard-edged as... Wait, hold on. It, it's, but, you're siloning a little bit. Sorry. Oh, my word. Come on. Don't do it to me. Sorry. Come try on, again. System. Opinions as hard-edged as Buddy Epson on Viagra. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> Uh, who wrote that? Oh, never mind. This is from <laughs> this is from Nathan Bargate saying the things no one dares to say. The G-Men on the MyMac podcast. The G-Men on the MyMac podcast. Because actually, no. Why? <laughs> Uh, oh, and the next one he he has, I like that one too, but I'll do this one from Troy. Uh, this is from Troy Mueller. The G-Men, outstanding in their field, and that's exactly where they should be, outstanding in a field. <laughs> and this one is from Alistair, like the, uh, the one I previously just did. The best Mac podcast, except all the other ones. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Damn it, you siloed again. I'm sorry. I'll do it again. The best Mac podcast, except all the other ones. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Okay. And here's uh, Troy, another one from Troy Mueller. No, your babblefish has not gone faulty. Oh, babblefish. Babelfish. No, your Babelfish has not just gone faulty. The G-Men on the MyMac podcast. And another one from Troy, which I quite like. Quality and professionalism rarely comes in pairs. And it didn't happen here either. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Okay, here's another one from Alistair Jenks. Almost as good as socks for Christmas. The G-Men. On the MyMac podcast. You see <laughs> like the comment, comment I got under yeah, there? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. And we're not going to tell anybody the comment because people got to use the G plus. That's right. Community. <laughs> okay. This one from uh, Alex Fox. Good looks and charm can cover up many faults. 
How these two get away with it is a mystery. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And this is the last one. It's from Gary Apter. The G-Men, like an eight-track cartridge in a digital world. The MyMac podcast. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you very much, folks. Oh, thanks. Thanks to all of you. Thanks. Thank you so very, very much. And now, uh, now Guy. Yeah. We've, we've got a dis- you've got a decision to make. You, <sighs> most of yours will be in the Americas where you could choose, and I'll take the rest of the world. <laughs> and um, I'll, I'll, we, will, we will, folks, uh, uh, you'll have to listen to the next section for our contact details, but we'll probably want you to contact us so we can take it to the next stage. Right, right. And I, I could not... I could not choose. So I, I actually chose uh, two. One from Mark Shepard. Ooh. Ugh, excuse oh, me. Sorry. Oh, Sorry. Guy. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Uh, one's from Mark Shepard, and uh, the other one is from Eric Diaz. Uh, the one from Mark Shepard that I really liked was uh, like a failed experiment in animal intelligence. That cracked me up. And the one from Eric Diaz was. Some things get better with time, just not this show. So uh, I will send both of you. Please contact me uh, through all the various ways that we'll talk about uh, in the, the next part of the show, uh, a $25 iTunes gift certificate. Okay. Um, and my prize is, is going to be uh, negotiated. I think with the uh, the winner because uh, yeah. I, I've got well I've I've got kind of a couple of prizes in mind so I I want them to you know come back to me I'll tell them what they are and then they um, they can decide which one they want and we'll take it from there. You're right. Um, I I had a few favourites so I put them into a bit of a hat and drew out the one and actually I, I think thinking back the right one came out the hat at the end. Yeah, well, not the right. I know, one, I know but which the one, one it is. The one that I really like best, which is Alistair Jenks and every show is better than the next one. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is just so clever. Oh, that is so, so good. And you know, I if I hate because he lives in the UK, I would have I Alistair does. No he doesn't. He lives in New Zealand. Oh that's right. You're oh God. Yes, precisely. <laughs> With brains like burps, it's Guy of the My Mac podcast. Uh, I would have chosen that one if he'd lived in the States because that is just so, so great. Uh, anyway. Cool. Take us out, guys. Yeah. So, everyone, please. And thank you all one more time for all of the great bumpers. Uh, they will they will hit heavy rotation as <sighs> – as soon as I'm able to extract them from this podcast, please stand by to stand by and we'll be right back. Hello people. My name is Peter bird and I'm the host of the deep look podcast. The idea behind the show is that we talk to our guests and we learn more about them, the subjects, the people, the things that shape their lives or the things they're interested in or the things they would possibly want to know more about. Basically, we just like to look a little deeper and see what's there and to learn. If that appeals to you or you like that idea or if even if you have a guest that you think we should try and speak to, then come on by and give us a go. We are part of the Stoplight Network. path to true enlightenment can take many forms but this probably isn't one of them the g-men on the mymac.com podcast hi everyone and welcome to the final section of this week's marathon yes you're doing really well to still be with us i'm sure you're still with us you are still with us aren't you yes that's good because wait i'm doing a count here one we've got yeah we don't want to do it again um okay no they're all here what what I, I was seeing if everybody was still here. Oh, I see. Sorry, I didn't. I was over. I was. I, I was completely speaking over what you were saying, guy. So I'm terribly sorry about that. We oh, can't that's have fine. Two teach, we can't have two teachers in the room at the same time, can we? So, but we did then. Um, so you've counted them all in, and I'll count them all out again. Okay, that was quick. Um, <laughs> it doesn't take long. Um, <laughs> that was quick, and I'm nodding my head. Yes, you are. Hit it. Gases, tips, mostly. Gases, tips, mostly. Gases, tips. 
it's time for Gassy's tip. Now, I was thinking this morning, does it have to be a Mac tip or an iOS tip every week? No, because it just says Gaz's tip. Nick Hall did a very good job there. He's given me the opportunity not to just give a Mac or iOS tip. So this week is a gardening tip. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned next week when he'll talk about pianos. (laughs) Actually, uh, this is still a computer tip. Um, Now, if you have to send out mass emails... Uh, because you're doing something a part of some organization. For example, I have to send out a ton of emails on a fairly regular basis to all of the referees and members of the referee society. Um, Can I ask that you please use the BCC field rather than either the two or the CC field. And if you're in an organization or at work, encourage other people to do the same thing. Oh God, please. The amount of emails I receive where I have to scroll through the two or the CC field when it would be quite easy just to put everybody in the BCC field. And if you don't know what the BCC field, it's basically blind copy. So people don't see all the names. And actually, I think it's probably a safer way when you're sending out mass emails as well. Yeah, um, I thought that meant Broward the, Community College, but okay. Probably, probably does as well. So uh, I'm nodding my head. Ah. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the college I went to. As a matter of fact, Broward Community College. Cool. Yeah, you know who our other uh, alumni is? Who? Oh, see, I just said that. Now I can't remember his name. <laughs> he's he's like he's like a, a total. He, he's a singer. La 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 la. But in like that that hardcore industrial metal kind of thing. La 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 la. La crash crash boom bash. Anyway, I have an app pick. Spin my nipple nuts and send me to Alaska. <laughs> oh, my, my. I have an app pick, Gaz. Cool. You want me to tell you what it is? No. Is that why we're here? Yeah. I'm going to tell you anyway. How about that? <laughs> cool. It's Transmit by Panic Software. If you need a... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I was just panicking. Oh, well, don't panic. Don't panic. <laughs> you have that, I think, somewhere. Uh, this is FTP... Uh, software. So if you need to transmit something, haha, from your computer to somebody else's computer or a server or what have you, this is a great program. It works really, really well. And, you know, there are free alternatives to, uh, like, like everything else with most things, but, but this is very easy to use. And I like it. It's $34 from Panic Software. Don't panic. Don't panic. No, no, do panic. <laughs> Um, my pick is a bit selfish, as they usually are, to be perfectly honest. Um, <laughs> I'm stunned. <laughs> You're stunned. I'm stunned. Um, BBC iPlayer radio app, not the uh, video one or the you know the TV programs, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, but the radio app. I'm often going onto the radio uh, app just to play, um, obviously. BBC Radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what the nice thing is about this, and, and I mean, and there are some radio stations that also do this in the states. But the fact that you can kind of time shift content to when you have time to listen to it, or you're able to listen to it, I, well, I, w- I wish everybody did this in radio. Yeah, it's yeah. Some, some, there's some time shift on there, but not a great deal. But it's just useful to have that app so you can listen to the to the, you know their radio programs whenever you like. Um, a lot of BBC programs actually they shove out as a podcast as well. They call them podcasts, but they're really they're just the shows and edited. They take a lot of the music and stuff out. But it's it's really useful if you if you listen to a lot of podcasts or you like uh, listening to a lot of podcasts and you can't get the BBC app because it's a radio app, because it's outside of the UK, because I don't know if there are any restrictions. Go uh, and see if you can download some of the BBC podcasts, because there are some, a lot of the stations actually do them, and they're, they're, I, I listen to a load, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well. And cool. uh, we don't have a people's pick this week. Oh, never mind. Oh, and uh, because 
comment cast is is apparently completely borked up. I don't know if we have any new iTunes reviews. And oh. you know the weird I was talking to Carl earlier just before we started recording the show yep. and he has been trying to add in a review for the my Mac podcast. And every time he goes to transmit it, it doesn't show up. So I don't know if, if there's even more problems with iTunes and you know, you know what I've had to do lately with iTunes. I've had to quit iTunes probably once a day to get it to do normal things like update apps or show me certain things. It just seems like every once in a while I start getting beach balls in iTunes. Yeah, I, I don't know what they've done. They, they you know, they really they need really, to work on it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't know it, because I, I just, I hardly go into it at all now. And they're it's missing out. It's, f- it's so they're frustrating missing out because I'm not then going to buy anything. I'm just, you know, um, well, I'm, I'm just not. Going into iTunes and certainly not buying as much as I used to through it. So I think they need to sort it out, definitely. Quickly and quickly. Quickly, quickly. Anyway, Gaz, how can people get a hold of you that want to ask you why you were crazy enough to do this podcast with me? And uh, it's also the address that I need um, Alex, sorry, Alistair to contact me on. Um, and then I can tell him what I've got in mind as a prize and what he'd like. Um, so it is ever so easy, Guy. It's gaz at mymac.com or on the Twitters, Twitters. as you like to say. Yeah. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. You can also contact both of us on the Twitters, Guy and Gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Uh, we also have an email address, <laughs> feedback at mymac.com, and I believe that people can also contact you, Guy. Oh, my goodness, golly, gosh, yes, they can. I don't know why I said it like that. You can no, contact me through email, uh, guy at mymac.com, and I, too, I, too, am on the Twitters, uh, and I go by uh, Mac Parrot. Mac Padded. <laughs> we have we have a Skype number. You may think we say this each week because we're lying, but it is completely true. You just make liars out of us by ignoring it completely. And that phone number is area code 703-436-9501. If you are calling outside of the United States, uh, you may need to add a one or a plus one to that seven or three four three six nine five zero one. Call the number, and um, please, please, uh, Mark Shepard and Eric Diaz, uh, contact me, and we will figure out how we're going to get you your prizes so that you can go into iTunes that we're both just complaining about and <laughs> get something that you would find nice. Now, cool. cool. Uh, besides saying thank you to everyone who submitted bumpers, because I've, some of them, every single time we have one of these bumper contests, it, it the, the creativity and the, the delightful ways that you find to deride both Gaz and myself is just, it's just amazing that, that you can, it's, it's like variations on a theme, you know, guy and Gaz completely out of their minds where can we go with this and and each time you guys step up to the plate and hit it right out of the park and we do appreciate that and thank you to everyone else as well who downloads the show and and doesn't give us bumpers because yeah you don't you don't have to but you really you really should it's (laughs) and you know gas i think that we're good enough. Damn and blast. I miss <laughs> out every week. Well, no, you got me last time. Uh, smart oh, enough. and Not every week, then. And doggone it. People like to make fun of us. Yeah, good luck with this one. Nikukofona. <laughs> oh, nice. Makuma. Asawane. Zikui. Nijua. Wanga Apple TV. Kotera. In... Oh my god, that was so good. Go ahead, keep going. Kuti Pali Kamthu Pa Mutugu Kuenawa Kum Nazu Izu Mawa Kipkazu Nigro Sakwa 
do you know I'm I'm quite impressed myself. That was that was amazing. I saw some of those words and I was like, oh, there is no way. <laughs> and you blasted right through it. Well, go on, tell everybody what it was. Okay, open bracket. Chichua, which apparently is a weird cross between chickens and a certain Star Wars character. <laughs> Close bracket. I think I'll say Ben. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs the Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. Mike Mac. Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Mike Mac. Podcast. I really should put those together. You should. Day. You really, really just like record it in quick time and then just move it over so that you can play it when you want. Or either that, you know what you could do as well, it would be even easier, would, <sighs> would be to record a soundboard in the garage band and then just play those three and then just cut them up. Oh, I'll do it someday. Well, actually, if 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 you want to, you could just play all three of them all the way through right now, and then I'll cut them up and send it back. No, to you. I'll do it. <laughs> I don't believe you. I, I I do not believe you now. I will do it. I will do it. I will do it. I will do it. I do believe in spooks. I do. I do. do I do. do believe. Do I do. Do I do. I do. I do. <laughs> So you're going to um, Barry's do then, are you? Yeah. Right. Where, where, so where are, you, where are you standing? Are you stopping at one of his hotels? Because he's, he's got a bunch of hotels apparently, hasn't he? Who, Barry? Yeah. He's, he's, got, he's... he's got something set up with uh, the, that's Hilton, what I meant. the Hilton that's that, close not to that, his house. Not that he owns them. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, wow. Hey, yeah. just give me the oh, room wrong. for free, Barry. Yeah. Say. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody uh, says that. Everybody says it like that. I know. Go, like for Mac guys. Mac, they go from, no, but they go for Mac eyes only. I go, it's for Mac eyes only. Just say it. For Mac eyes only. Yeah, but if you yeah. say it fast, it sounds like you're saying for Mac guys only. No, you don't. No, you don't. Listen. <laughs> Listen to Okay, me. go ahead. Anyway, we best get on because I'm. No, no, no. I want to talk about this for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Me? Fuck, 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 me? <laughs> See, I have no, this is going to sound like, oh, you mean to say fuck, you? <laughs> oh, for God's sake, look at the bloody language. I've gotten, I've gotten pretty good at, uh, <laughs> I've gotten pretty good at, at getting the naughty bits out. Well, I'm 55, so you think I would know how to get naughty bits out. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Let's crack on. <laughs> okay. My Mac. Oh, you, you, you. <laughs> I haven't done that for such a long time. <laughs> I just couldn't resist it <laughs> because no. You see, you got used to it in the past, and you actually went through it, and you went ha. But uh, yeah, because I haven't done it for a long time. Yeah, I'm not used to it. Off guard. I've lost. <laughs> I've lost my mind. Yeah. So you start when you like. Okay. We are about to launch Stingray. <laughs> record. Start. What happens now? I, I hit the record button, Steve. Woo. Yeah, that's what I said. Slide it across. Guys, you are absolutely right. <laughs> this is what it's like when you put it all together. <laughs> <laughs> this is a day I've been looking forward to for two and a half years. It couldn't be simpler. This is important message. No computer is required. Of course you realize this means war. What I can do... It'll get in so you have to kill yourself to sell a story around here. <laughs> a revolutionary product comes along. Where's the kaboom? 
There was supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. You betcha. That's what Steve used to say all the time. (laughs) It's not ready, Steve. It's just not ready. Without me doing a thing. Well, I missed what Steve said. Without me doing a thing. There's something screwy around here. Yeah. Then he hired he hired Jonathan Ive because he came in and said, I'm such a genius. I'm such a genius. Until he, tri- until he came out with the, with the new iMac, and then he said, Well, back to the old drawing board. Thrown <laughs> them away. Genius. That's what it is. Sheer genius. Isn't this cool? There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. That's what he said. That's what so Steve said. That's, that's what he said when he first went to, back to Apple. <laughs> and everybody at Apple was like, hey, bud, let's party. And then he said, Have you lost we're going to mind. <laughs> anyway. And before he said, was done, this is what he oh. said. I don't have all my loops. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I'm in the Christmas spirit now. Spelled. <laughs> How did we work our way all the way to Bell's? It's like connections. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. The seven degrees of, of yeah. Steve Jobs. Yeah. Oh, come on. This is the voice of the Mr. Ons. We know that you can hear us, Earthmen. As soon as he started playing that, I was like frantically hitting tabs and soundboard trying to find the burpy burp. <laughs> burpy burp. Uh. <sighs> Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, most likely. You know what I'm going to do real quick here? I didn't do this before. I have no idea where the Chichua language is from, and I'm curious as to where it's from. Uh, let's see. So the language. Oh, yeah, that that's clear as mud. Uh, apparently, it's from some area called Chinyaja. Chinyaja. Okay, oh, it, it's somewhere in Africa because it said. Okay, here we go. <laughs> There's a site called Omniglot.com. <laughs> and they've got an explanation here that the that Chichua is a Bantu language spoken in parts of Malawi, where it is an official language along with English, and also in Zambia, Mozambique, where the language is known as Chinyaja, and Zimbabwe. Between seven and eight million people speak Chichua. So if there's anyone in those in those countries that speak Chichua, they're probably looking at their iPhones and going, "Yo, oh, he got the pronunciation all wrong. 